Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Do I have everybody's attention now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show it like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Alright, what is going down everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I On The Air? My name is Don Mega and I am your host and I am so, so grateful and happy to have you here with me on our very first Am I On The Air of 2022. That's right, Happy New Year everybody. It is our first episode of the new year. We're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here on this Monday, January the 3rd, 2022, can you believe it? I sure as hell cannot. <laughs> I'm like, where's my flying car at? It's 2022, we should be living like the Jetsons right now, and unfortunately that is not happening. But, what is happening is a lot of entertainment news, and that's what I'm here for, is to bring you up to speed with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, and non-spoiler reviews, you come right here to Am I On The Air, so happy new year once again, so before we get started, got a couple plugs for you guys, number one, got a brand new Am I On The Air quick bite up and available for you guys to check out, it's been a hot minute. I did not realize until I recorded this quick bite that it had been two months since I did the last quick bite episode. Time flies. I had no idea. So I put out the very first quick bite of 2022 as well. And this time I broke down the amazing saga of Vin Diesel versus The Rock. That's right. Um, these two juggernauts still beefing, still fighting. Willie or Willie not come back to do Fast and Furious 10 and 11? That's the big question. Will The Rock come back? Vin Diesel has begged him. Will he come back? I have an answer for you, but you need to go listen to the Am I on the Air quick bite. So go check it out. It's a nice little 15 minute episode to get you caught up with that whole saga because there's a lot going on there. And I really wanted the time to kind of dig into it. So check it out and make sure, again, if you're not subscribed to the Quick Bites podcast, make sure you search it, Am I on the Air Quick Bites, and give a little subscription there. Um, you can um, subscribe on all your favorite platforms. Uh, it's available, but it is a separate podcast feed than this one. So if you're only subscribed to this one, you're never going to see the Quick Bites. So make sure you check that out. 
And it's also available on reddragonsradio.com. Now, speaking of Red Dragons Radio, my boy Peeps has his show, The People's Forum. And every Monday, he drops a Marvel Cinematic Monday episode. And I was lucky enough to be featured on his latest episode once again. I was joined um, along with my other buddy, Friggins. We jumped on and we jumped up with Peeps to talk about Hawkeye. Mainly about the finale, but we also discussed pretty much the whole show as a whole and um, also ranked the MCU Disney Plus shows. So see where they landed on the list. Um, Hawkeye was a great show and it was a lot of fun to get with these guys and kind of assemble and break down Hawkeye in all of its spoiler-filled glory. So if you want to listen to our Hawkeye finale review, um, spoiler-filled, make sure you head on over to reddragonsradio.com, click on the tab that says the People's Forum, and you'll be able to listen to it right there. So thanks a lot to my boy Peeps for having me on to be a guest there. So there's a couple plugs for you. Check out the People's Forum and see me on the Hawkeye episode over there. And of course, the new Am I on the Air Quick Bites, The Rock versus Vin Diesel, and uh, hear us break it all down. Okay, so... Tonight, it's season 23, it's episode 13, and tonight's show is titled The King's Nightmare. I have two movie reviews for you, along with two television show reviews, so let's jump right into it. Of course, non-spoiler. So up first is The King's Man. That's right, directed by Matthew Vaughn. This is a prequel series to The Kingsman. Now remember The Kingsman with Eggsy, Taron Egerton, and Colin Firth, Samuel Jackson was in the first one. I love The Kingsman, and I love The Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. I had a lot of fun with that series, and then now Matthew Vaughn came back and said, I want to do a prequel, I want to show you how it all came to be. And here we are. Uh, The Kingsman, which was supposed to come out in like 2019, then it was pushed to 2020, and of course you all know what happened in 2020, coronavirus struck us all and the movie got delayed then it got delayed again then it got delayed again so finally this movie hits theaters and i got to go see it and it's just meh that's it it's meh i love matthew vaughn like i said i love the other two movies this prequel is unnecessary It's very unnecessary. It doesn't have the fun of the other movies. It doesn't have the grit. It doesn't have the humor. It doesn't have the great action. I thought the action was very subpar in this thing. And unfortunately, at the end of the day, I just thought it was just okay. It wasn't... I was disappointed. You know, I saw it in the theater, and I walked out being like, damn, that was a letdown. As a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds gather to plot a war to wipe out millions, one man must race against time to stop them. This one here stars Ralph Fiennes, Gemma Ardington, which I love Gemma Ardington, by the way. I would marry her in a heartbeat. And I uh, was glad to see her pop up because she doesn't pop up enough. Uh, Rise Efons, of course, the lizard himself. He's in this thing as Rasputin, Matthew Good, Tom Hollander, um... Daniel Brühl pops up in this, Demon Hansu, so really good cast, really good cast, but at the end of the day, the movie couldn't carry the cast. So at this point, I know they're talking about making a Kingsman 3, which puts us back in the Eggsy timeline, I'm all for it, I want to go back there, I don't want to see any more prequels, I don't want to see a sequel to this, Please let's move on, I'm sorry Matthew Vaughn, but you let me down on this one. The Kingsman... Gets just two out of five stars for me. 
just okay. I would wait. Do not go to the theater. Go rent it or stream it when it comes out. Okay, my second film is another one I was really looking forward to. It's called Nightmare Alley. This is the new film directed by Guillermo del Toro. It's about an ambitious young uh, carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words. He hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. This is a drama, crime, thriller, and it has a great cast. You got Bradley Cooper, you got Kate Blanchett. Rooney Mara, Tony Collette, William Defoe, Richard Jenkins, Ron Perlman, um, David Strahan, um, you know, Holt McClary. There's a lot of people that pop up in this movie. I love the trailer. I was like, ooh, he's gonna take me on a really cool ride. Went and checked out Nightmare Alley, and it absolutely sucks. It sucks so bad. This is probably the worst movie of 2021. And I know some of you are going to say, hey man, but the uh, Rotten Tomatoes on this thing's like 80 something percent. Yes, this is definitely a critic type of film. This is a movie that critics would just eat up. But if you look at the audience review on this, it's about 60%, which means a lot of people don't like it like me. I went with my boy Geeky Pat. And we were very close to just getting up and walking out of this movie. It was so goddamn boring. Um, I just, you know, I love this cast. I really love Bradley Cooper. I expected to see something really cool and unique, especially based off that trailer. That trailer misled me big time. I could barely stay awake watching this thing. It's so slow. It's two and a half hours long. It's way too damn long. Nothing really happens in this. Some of the acting is over the top ridiculous. It's very hammy. Oh man, it was just such a disappointment. And what a way to close out the theatrical experience of 2021 for me with probably the worst movie of the year for me. Nightmare Alley gets only one out of five stars. Guys, I cannot recommend this movie at all. All And I know a lot of you probably love Guillermo del Toro But I'm telling you right now I feel like this dude continues to let me down Movie after movie after movie I don't really care for his approach on things um, And just you know I thought he'd win me over on this one And unfortunately it did not work So maybe you'll like it Maybe it will work for you Obviously like I said the critics love it But man for the uh, general Joe Blows like us uh, Could not get with this thing man One out of five Okay, let's switch gears on over to television. Disney Plus dropped our latest in the Star Wars saga, The Book of Boba Fett, finally released. I've been waiting for this show for, God, it feels like a year since we got the little teaser at the end of Mandalorian Season 2. So the first episode, I really liked. I thought it was great. We got a lot of flashbacks. We got to see how he survived Return of the Jedi. We got to see what he's been doing all these years. And you get to see kind of the next adventures of him. Will the show continue to be flashbacky? Maybe. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. New episodes drop every Wednesday, but I really dug it. It very much has a Mandalorian vibe in this show. It's written and directed by Jon Favreau, Robert Rodriguez. Um, So there's a lot going on here uh, that has that Mandalorian vibe. And that's cool with me because I love the Mandalorian. So uh, I thought everybody did great in this. Ming-Na Wen is so badass and so beautiful in this show. And, uh, of course, you know, Boba himself... uh, is just great. He's so good in this role. So um, 
Congratulations team, you got another winner out the box So check out the new episodes of The Book of Boba Fett um, Every Wednesday on Disney Plus And lastly, my second show is season 4 of Cobra Kai That's right, Cobra Kai is back ladies and gentlemen Netflix dropped all the episodes a couple days ago Happy New Year And I am binging my way through I'm about 5 episodes in I love it, yes this show is cheesy as hell Yes this show is predictable But man there's just something so addicting and fun about Cobra Kai And this season has been awesome so far And I can't wait to see more karate action So check out Cobra Kai Season 4 Now streaming on Netflix So there's your non-spoiler reviews guys We have two movies in the theaters right now The King's Man 2 out of 5 stars Nightmare Alley 1 out of 5 stars Check those out if you dare In the theater And then over on TV The Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus New episodes every Wednesday And Cobra Kai Season 4 All episodes have already dropped On Netflix So enjoy Alright So with the reviews out the way Let's get into our box office baby Let's see how everything planned out Over this last weekend of 2021 Of course it was a slower weekend Because it was uh, New Year's weekend So a lot of people had some other stuff to do than watch movies But here's how the box office fared And number 10 it was Encanto Number 9 was A Journal for Jordan Number 8 is Licorice Pizza Number 7 is Ghostbusters Afterlife Number 6 is West Side Story Number 5 is The Matrix Resurrections Number 4 is American Underdog Number 3 is The King's Man Number 2 is Sing 2 And number one, again, for the third week in a row, it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Congratulations there. Not only passed that billion-dollar mark, but has already become Sony Pictures' biggest film domestically and Sony Pictures' biggest film ever. And I think it's already the 10th biggest domestic film of all time as well. Spider-Man is killing it. So there's your box office, guys. And now with that out the way, let's get into our news of the week. Squid Game creators already talking to Netflix about season 3 We don't have season 2 greenlit yet But we're already talking about season 3 But they got some big ideas I am sure this show will be renewed It was too massive of a hit to not bring it back Cheer season 2 is coming soon This is over on um, Netflix It's the hit documentary series And it's officially coming back for a second season Uh, Mel Gibson has a new action comedy that's going to be released in February It's called Last Looks, so that will be coming out soon Eli Roth says that his Border Game adaptation, Borderlands Game adaptation Is so close to the video game Uh, A lot of people that worked on this movie say Man, he just really adapted the hell out of this game So I can't wait to see what he ended up doing I'm not even a Borderlands fan, but I can't wait To see what he has developed if it's that close The Matrix Resurrections was watched by 2.8 million US households per Samba TV Now Samba TV is the company that's been kind of doing all the numbers for streamers lately And yes, they say that 2.8 million households streamed it on HBO Max So pretty good from a streaming perspective for The Matrix Resurrections Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is heading towards a $600 million plus net profit So congratulations there man, that's nothing to laugh about That is a hell of a profit, let's go 
Last night in Soho, getting a 4K Blu-ray and DVD release that will happen this month in January, and it's going to be packed with a bunch of extras, so that'll be pretty cool. Still waiting to see this movie. I am excited to check it out, just haven't had a chance yet. In some sad news, this isn't really movie-related, but John Madden, legendary NFL coach and sportscaster, passed away at the age of 85, so... Um, very sad to hear about John Madden. Of course, the Madden football game is what you hear about every year. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers to his family. All right, we got some first look footage from the final season of Killing Eve. So you can check that out coming back very, very soon. Um, so Spider-Man No Way Home, like I talked about, has become the first film in history of Sony Pictures to cross $500 million at the domestic box office. So breaking more records, congratulations. Hugh Jackman has tested positive for COVID-19 and his musical The Music Man has officially canceled performances through January 1st as he was recovering from that. So best of luck to Hugh Jackman. Get over that safely. I need my Hugh Jackman. Um, so I talked about real briefly, I talked about how I did the Am I on the Air quick bite because the news did come out with Dwayne the Rock Johnson answering answering the question from Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel put out a post on Instagram back in November saying, you know, come on, Dwayne, you got to come back to the franchise. This is your legacy. This is what you need to do. Do it for the fam, right? And then the Rock for the first time has addressed that question, basically saying no chance. And that makes me really sad because I want to see the rock pop up in the fast and furious again. I really do. Um, but the rock did not like that Instagram post and basically has said, and not going to happen. Um, but once again, I break this whole story down on our new quick bites episode. So please give a listen to that and uh, hear the story. If you're interested. Um, I think it's a very interesting story between these two. So check that out. Um, okay, HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher Season 20 has gotten a first teaser trailer So you can check that out It's making Maher the longest serving late night host Currently on the air So congratulations as he's getting ready to come back For its 20th season um, We got some concept art for Rebel Moon Which is Zack Snyder's new Netflix film That he's working on His new Star Wars type movie So it's pretty cool to see the concept art there We have a clip and a new Red Band trailer for John Cena's new show, Peacemaker. Of course, the spinoff of his Suicide Squad character coming this month to HBO Max. I love the Red Band trailer. It's so good. I cannot wait for this show. I'm so overly excited. One of my most anticipated things coming out this month. Um, Ghostbusters Ultimate Collection, after some controversy, will officially add a digital copy of the 2016 reboot after Paul Feig complained. That's right, because if you remember the original story, uh, you know, Sony was releasing this Ghostbusters Ultimate Collection, and it was going to have Ghostbusters 1, 2, and Afterlife. And there was no reboot with the female cast. Um, so then Paul Feig came out and said, you know what? You can't put out an Ultimate Collection. Without our movie, we have a Ghostbusters movie Which then Sony said, you're right And we're sorry, so they're putting in A digital copy into the Ultimate Collection So you can have all the Ghostbusters Films in that collection Uh, the Squid Game Boss says a decision on season Two is expected soon, so we were just Mentioning that a little bit earlier Even though he's already talking to them about season Three, but yes, a decision is coming Soon Um Let's see here 
Um, Marvel's Avengers game Black Widow is getting another MCU skin And this is from the Black Widow movie So very cool there Uh, There's also a big rumor that the Avengers game Will release She-Hulk as an upcoming Playable character so we'll see if that goes Doctor Strange 2 promo art Reveals a closer look at America Chavez So if you want to see some behind the scenes Check that out Uh, Venom was almost in the final battle of Spider-Man No Way Home Pretty cool article up here with the writers Talking about how he was almost involved in the final battle Which would have been really, really cool Black Panther Wakanda Forever tops Fandango's most anticipated 2022 list So congratulations there Speaking of list, I hope to have our annual episode up uh, within the next week with my boys peeps and friggins we're gonna assemble we're gonna do our top 10 countdown of 2021 and then of course our top 10 most anticipated of 2022 so looking forward to seeing where all these movies fall on our list so getting ready to put that together and that's going to be a great episode so get ready and keep an eye out for that uh arrow vet david ramsey is set for a return over on batwoman uh Get ready to see what's going to go on there with Diggle returning to Batwoman. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio says he would love to have Kingpin return in the upcoming Echo series that's coming to Disney+. Plus. I agree. I think he really should as well. Congratulations to Sandra Bullock. Her new movie, The Unforgivable, has officially cracked Netflix's top 10 most popular film list. The project joins her milestone 2018 film, Bird Box, in the all-time ranking, making her the first actress with two entries on the list. So congratulations there. That is awesome. In some really sad news, right before New Year's, Betty White passed away. I thought this was a prank when I first saw it. I said, Betty's just about to turn 100 years old. She's going to live forever. And then somebody at my work said, Betty White passed. And I said, there's no way. And unfortunately, the news turned out to be true. She passed away at 99 years old, only about a week or two away from her next birthday, turning 100 Uh, Golden Girls, of course, so many different things Hot in Cleveland, so many movies One of the most beloved actresses of all time Betty White was amazing And it's very unfortunate uh, that she's moved on But um, man, what a life she has led And how many smiles did she put on people's faces So much love to Betty White And thoughts and prayers to her family and friends Okay, we found out from James Gunn that each episode of Peacemaker will have a post-credit scene So, yes, stay tuned and be aware of that Of course, coming January 13th on HBO Max is Peacemaker, so get get ready We have the Season 6 trailer for Peaky Blinders So check that out if you're interested for the final season We also have the Season 3 trailer for Afterlife, which is Ricky Gervais' comedy drama Will Arnett is replacing Army Hammer in the upcoming Taika Waititi's Next Goal Wins movie. So, yeah, so I was waiting to see who was going to replace Army in that. Congratulations to Will Arnett. We got some season three photos of the Umbrella Academy as the Sparrows are revealed. So, check that out. In some other sad news, this really bummed me out a couple days ago. That Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers is leaving the show That's right, they were getting ready to start filming the back half of season 9 And Joe Gatto announced that he is stepping away from the Tenderloins A.K.A. the Impractical Jokers uh, Due to some personal issues He's getting a divorce, 
Um, he's got two young kids and he says, you know, I got to play that single father life and I got to take care of my kids and do what's best for them. And I really just can't travel and do the show right now. So maybe one day he will return when things get better. Uh, but this is really sad. I love Impractical Jokers. I've been down with this show since day one and Joe Gatto is, um, such a crucial, crucial part of this show. He's one of the funniest ones out of the four of them. And Man, I just never expected to see any of them leave this show or leave each other because they've been lifelong friends. Uh, and it just, it really hurts, man. It really, really sucks to see. Um, but hopefully this will be temporary and we'll see him return sooner rather than later. But yes, Joe Gatto has exited the Impractical Jokers. We have your streaming guide. What's new on Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, and every other streamer you could think of. Check it out to see what's coming and going. Um, let's see here. Uh, kick-ass director Matthew Vaughn reveals his pitch for a colorful and fun Superman movie. Yes, he still wants to make that movie with Henry Cavill and we'll see if it ever comes to fruition. In some other sad news, Robert Bruce from the show Comic Book Men, uh, he's been found dead at the age of 62 years old, man. I got, I hate reporting on deaths and this is the third one I got to talk about tonight. Uh, you know, I love comic book man and he was the guy they always called in to see like how valuable was something, you know, and he was always the guy with the knowledge and it's unfortunate, but they found him dead in his New Jersey home this past Friday. So at the age of 62, so again, thoughts and prayers go out, man. Very, very sad. Okay, 2022 is an even bigger year for Marvel than 2021 was with the following projects on its release slate. Morbius, Spider-Verse 2, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Doctor Strange 2, Thor 4, and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, all on the list for 2022. So congratulations there. Marvel continues to crank it, crank it out. Spider-Man No Way Home earned another 52.7 million over New Year's weekend, becoming the 10th biggest film in history at the domestic box office after collecting 609.9 million through Sunday. So congratulations there. Spider-Man continues to kill it. Okay. Uh in some really weird news, this just broke right before I started recording. Morbius, which is supposed to come out in just a couple weeks on the end of this month on the 28th. Morbius has officially been delayed once again. Why, you ask? Good question, I say. Because Sony is stupid. At this point, I feel like they do not believe in this movie. I feel like they are trying to hide it. And they're trying to just delay an inevitable box office failure. That's all I can think of at this point. Morbius was supposed to come out in like 2019. And then it was pushed to 2020. And then it got pushed again. This movie was supposed to be out before Venom 2. It was supposed to be out before Spider-Man No Way Home. And now it was coming out later. It was supposed to come out, like I said, January 28th. And now they're claiming because of the Omicron variant. And cases are soaring. So they're going to delay it to April 1st, 2023. April. Three more months. This thing is delayed. Once again, for no reason. This is a Sony movie, and we just talked about another Sony movie, Spider-Man, becoming the biggest movie in Sony history during the pandemic, during Omicron, during all the same issues that everybody else is dealing with. And Spider-Man broke all the records. 
And then now they're going to say, you know what? We're going to push this movie back a little bit. Put it out in, in April. <sighs> Stop. Nobody's shifting movies anymore. Why are we doing this? It pisses me off so much. This movie was supposed to come out like in October. And then it was December. And then it was January. And now it's April. It's just stupid. And I do truly feel now that they are covering up for a bad movie. And they're just afraid because of Spider-Man that... You know, or maybe it's because it's going to open too close to Spider-Man and they want to separate it out by a couple months. I don't know, but blaming it on Omicron, which doesn't have crazy symptoms, it's just like a cold, blaming it on that is stupid. It really is, and there is no need to shift this movie back. But unfortunately, this is the news. Morbius delayed to April 1st, 2023. So, an article came out over the weekend saying that the new Flash movie is going to erase the Snyderverse. That part of the storyline is that, you know, Flash is going to travel through time and space. And he's somehow, you know, because of uh, Flashpoint, is going to erase everything that happened in the Snyderverse. Which was like, damn. Which I already expect something similar to, that's how we're wiping out um, Ben Affleck as Batman. And how Michael Keaton will come into the main timeline. So I feel like something like that will happen. But they're saying that basically Man of Steel, Justice League, Batman v Superman, all those movies never happened after the Flash movie gets done with it. So I was like, man, that's really effed up. But Ezra Miller came out today and did an interview. And he says, uh-uh. That is not the case, and he's denying all rumors that this will happen. So, this is what he said. Ezra Miller replied directly to a fan's message expressing concern that the upcoming film will erase Zack's movies. In his response, Miller denied that from happening. He said, no power or force in any known megaverse would or could ever erase Zack Snyder's mighty works. Said Miller, you could take that quote, take it to the bank, take it to the press, to the schools, to the military, and the other pillar of capitalism I'm forgetting because of that thing where if you try to think of a group of things, you always forget one of them. (laughs) It's a a great comeback. Uh, But The Flash is scheduled for release November 4th, 2022, and I'm happy to hear that he's denying it. I'm happy to hear that he's saying, no, this is not the case. Um, you know, he loves Zack Snyder's version. He loves being, you know, Zack's the one that casted him. So, you know, he's saying, no, man, this is not what we're doing, you know, and, and it could, it could reset a timeline in a way, but I don't think it's ever going to just say that never happened, you know? So hopefully he's telling the truth. I do want to take it to the bank. So thank you, Ezra Miller for speaking up on that one. All right, Jessica Chastain has a new show in the works called The School for Good Mothers. It's going to be a new series. So uh, Jessica Chastain has acquired the TV rights to the upcoming dystopian drama novel titled, once again, The School for Good Mothers. So we'll see if she ends up starring in that as well, too. I know she just claimed the rights, so we'll see what happens with it. We have the trailer for Single Drunk Female, so you can check that out. We also have the new trailer for Season 3 of Snowpiercer. We also have the teaser trailer for Netflix's South Korean zombie series, All of us are dead. Michael Keaton, we got an interview up with him explaining why he passed on Batman Forever. So check that out if you're interested. Uh, Space Force Season 2. I've been waiting for this damn show to come back. 
It's going to premiere in February. That's right, February 2022. Uh, so about a month away, we're going to get Season 2 of Space Force with Steve Carell. I really like Season 1. Can't wait to see where Season 2 takes us. Congratulations to Mortal Kombat, which was HBO Max's most streamed movie of its 2021 day-and-date release strategy. Isn't that crazy? Of all the movies they released, it was Mortal Kombat that was the most streamed. So congratulations there. Marvel movies made up 30% of the total of the 2021 U.S. box office. Isn't that crazy, too? I love it. I love it. It doesn't shock me whatsoever. I actually would think the percentage was higher. But congratulations, 30%. Producer of Red Notice says that the Netflix film will get a sequel if the fans demand it. Well, I demand it. I love Red Notice. I love The Rock. I love Ryan Reynolds. I love Gal Gadot. I would love to see a sequel. So I demand it. Give it to me. Red Notice, too. Um, and yes, in 2022, DC and Warner Brothers will release the Batman, DC League, League of Super Pets, Black Adam, The Flash, Batgirl, and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So all of that coming from DC in 2022, which is badass. And lastly, you can watch the first trailer for Lifetime's Janet Jackson documentary. It premieres on January 28th. The two-night event will give fans a look deep inside the life of Janet Jackson's special two-night special event premiering january 28th and on that note my friends that's the end of our show half hour long baby that's how we like to roll uh but that's also because news has been pretty thin because of the holidays so (laughs) there you go uh but that'll do it that is our news i've got you caught up on everything going down in the world of entertainment television movies and reviews so thank you for joining me here tonight once again keep an eye out for that top 10 of 2021 and most anticipated of 2022 mega episode that we'll be putting out on Am I Still in the Air with myself, Friggins, and Peeps. We're trying to line up uh, some time to record it this week, so keep an eye out for that. Of course, check out the new Quick Bites. Make sure you subscribe to that. And check me out on the People's Forum talking some Hawkeye. Let's do some plugs. Amiontheair.com. This is where you can find us and find links to everything we do. Amiontheair.com. You can listen to the show, share it out, do everything you want to do. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. If Apple Podcast ain't your thing, you can get us on Spotify. Spotify does star reviews now, so leave us a good five-star review. I'd really appreciate it if you listen to us on Spotify. Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podchaser, Google Podcast. We're all over the interwebs, Amazon Music. Subscribe wherever you see fit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Remember TikTok, I do the video reviews and I've been sharing them up to my reels on Instagram as well. So make sure you follow us there to get some video reviews of these movies when I see them. And of course, shout out to RedDragonsRadio.com. Go over there, check out all the great podcasts, and follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio, all one word. That'll do it for me on this Monday, January the 3rd. I appreciate you, and Happy New Year once again. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!